I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No one knows the words. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> on a beach in its black and white. It's like Bruce Springsteen like whispering while he's ejaculating. That's how Chris Isaac sings. While he's being kind of stroked. I'm walking across hot sand. Is it, I don't want to fall in love or I want to fall in love. I know. Maybe it's key ambiguity. Mm. Yeah. What's his name again, this guy? Chris Isaac. One of Chris Isaac's uh, flatmate <laughs> listening to him. What do you think of this song? I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. I'm a bit depressed right now. Can we go for a pint? Alright, there's, there's more. Okay, great. It's a long song. Yeah. And then it has that weird ending as well, doesn't it? Chris, I like it, but you've got to work on your articulation. Nobody loves no one. It's got that really depressing ending. Yeah, and Chris orders a pint. He was a hot man. Do you remember the video man? for that? Attractive, you mean? You don't remember the, do you not sweaty. remember the music video for that song? Black no. and white, Helena Christensen on a beach. Supermodel. Yeah. Boom. You don't remember? Well done. That was a different, that was a different day. It was the 90s. Different time, was 90s. The 80s. You had supermodels in, in music videos because they got paid loads. But <laughs> now no one gets paid, I think. Um, who else? Who was it? Cindy Crawford was in a Bon Jovi one. Do you remember? The Christmas one. Remember Bon Jovi's Christmas song? No. Bon Jovi had a Christmas song. Bon Jovi had a Christmas song and he was like cavorting around with, um, with Cindy Crawford. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, was he going out with her? I don't think so. No, but, I don't. But, no, I don't. <laughs> but he was like having a jolly good time. So like, I think they're frolicking in the snow. What song was it? Had a good little frolic. I don't know. Is it like, like home for... Bon Jovi didn't have a Christmas song. He had a Christmas song and he frolicked around with Cindy Crawford. Get it on YouTube. I wanted to talk about Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, but this is way more interesting. Well, look, wait, just let's Holy see. shit, please come home for Christmas. Please come home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I remember this. You remember this? Did they write this? I don't know. So, Bon Jovi... It's kind of in a sepia... God damn it, he was hot. It's kind of a sepia... Are you sniffing, like, sniffing a Santa's hat? Yeah, sniffing a Santa's hat, going, I remember her. His hands in his pockets. Where's Cindy gone? Oh, there oh she is. Oh my God, yeah, Cindy Crawford. Yeah, she's putting up a bauble on the tree. Looks around, suggestively. Oh, now they're having a good time. She's wearing a wife beater. And they kiss. A Christmas see? hat. Having a canoodle. Oh my God, what a see? terrible song. I know. Bon Jovi in their prime had some fucking slammers. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing like Chris Isaacs. I wa- I watched the video of of Bon Jovi live, like a recent live video, right? And it was them singing "Living on a Prayer," and John Bon Jovi got the lyrics wrong in the chorus, 
right? And he yeah. goes, and he was singing. Did we talk about this? I'm not sure. And he went, oh, we're happy there. Oh. And, and, and everyone in the audience was like, no. What? Everyone yeah. just stopped and was like, hang on a minute. Have I been singing it wrong for 30 years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or has he just fucked it up? Because he yeah. kept doing it. Oh, dear. And um, Bon Jovi. They had uh, This Ain't a Love Song. Mm-hmm. They had that one that we've done. Romeo is bleeding. Yeah, I think that's the one. That is it? the gr- I think that's the greatest song of all time. Yeah. You can't see his blood. Mm-hmm. And then they had Shot Through the Heart. Oh, that's You're the one. You're to blame, darling. You, you gave love a bad name. And then they had... Different um, times, Stadium I'm rock. a cowboy. Mm. I never understood what that lyric meant. What's the it goes, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. All right, so he's riding his motorcycle. Yeah, I never understood. That. I never knew you what never that... Got... I thought when I was nine Quite years a... old, I thought he had a metal horse. All right. And I thought, that's pretty fucking cool. No one's going to fuck with you when you roll up into town right. riding a you know a steel horse. Yeah, you hadn't covered similes and metaphors yet in English. No. You were just very, you're very almost autistic as a, as a kid. In <laughs> it's all like... life. Right. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, what was your other one? Um, give me something for the pain. Give me something for the blues. <laughs> oh that so, no, I know all these songs. You're really this into Bon Jovi. I must have been. I, could, I think I can name more. My brother was um, into Bon Jovi. Your love is like bad medicine. Yeah. Bad medicine is what I need. But, but, but. Bad medicine, not bat medicine. Bat, not no. <laughs> not medicine for bats. It's bad medicine, right? It's, it's bad medicine. And yeah. then they had um, uh, they had the comeback, didn't they? Mm. Uh, the, what they tried what no they had a comeback and Max Martin wrote one of their songs Max Martin's like a huge pop writer he wrote uh, he wrote this one uh, you are my fire. he wrote that my one desire desire believe when I say I, I want, want it that way tell me why tell me tell me tell me why I got yeah. Um, he wrote so he that. did that, right? Max Mine wrote that, and then he wrote all the Taylor Swift songs. He wrote like a bunch of Britney Spears songs, and then when Bon Jovi couldn't have a hit in like the early two thousands because they thought they were past it, mm. he wrote. It, it was like they were sort of parodying themselves, right? Because Bon Jovi had that, you know, in uh, Living on a Prayer, he's got the mouth thing, the vocoder, and he's like going, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. I don't remember. It's called anything. a voice box. Oh, I see. Okay. And you, there's a white tube that goes in your mouth and it hooks up to your guitar pedal and you, you play the guitar, but it comes out like vocally. And oh, okay. They, they, I don't know how it works. It, look, it looks like medical. The science of music. Equipment. Right. Something. Okay. And you sing into it. And then they had that one that went, oh, oh, boo, boo, that one. Oh, yeah. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Oh, oh, yeah. it's my life. Yeah. And they didn't write that. Yeah. Yeah. They like the saxophone, didn't they? It's got to be weird to be in a rock band. It's got to be weird to be in a rock band and not, and not write your songs. Yeah. Because where's the rebellion coming from? There's no rebellion. And also there's no money. As well. That's true. Less money. You're but then a, they're already rich. You're a music puppet. Puppeting around like a dick. They're already rich. And the, and the, the Benjamins, stacked high, go to the guy who uh, wrote the fucking song. But yeah, that Chris Isaac song, I just wanted to compare to you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The, the old-fashioned, I say old-fashioned, it was like the 90s that song came out, right? Right. It's going to make me sound like an old man. Right. But I remember that, that, that song is like a song that women seem to really love, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's melancholic. It's melancholic. It's sad, and also it works because um, Chris Isaac is a huge bear of a man. Mm. He's this. He's a classically good-looking American guy who'd have like blue jeans, a flannel shirt with a cigarette packet like rolled up in the shirt, riding yeah. a motorbike. Hmm. smoking a Marlboro Lent against a gas station doesn't give a shit you know what I mean he's a fucking rebel right but he has feelings but he's sad he's sad There's, he's he has sad. an inner sadness and, and we can all appreciate that yeah right? and um, he um, I, that's like a cla- that's like a classic sad like love song mm-hmm. and I found a song the other day right that is a modern classic love song oh okay and I thought I could play it to you now yeah give it, give it do you mind if I stick it on no go for it Let's, cool. let's hear this this thing. So, um, do you know Chris Brown? Um, He's primarily known for hitting the, Rihanna. That's right. But um, that's the annoying thing about Chris Brown, right? Is because he hit Rihanna. Right. People have sort of stopped. It's like Wagner. You know, no one stops to listen to the, his beautiful music because he on. spent all his time gassing. Jews. Hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Wagner um, was inspired by the Aryan myths. He didn't hit a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept it abstract. He kept it in the myths. No, Wagner, nothing like no, Wagner. Didn't, didn't, wasn't Wagner a massive anti-Semite? Well, he might have been, actually. Hitler would play Wagner. But he kept what? it inside. So he, Hitler would... <laughs> he kept it inside. No, but Hitler would He controlled play... it and turned it no, into no, no, music. No, but Hitler played... Wagner was an anti-Semite. Yeah. And Hitler would play Wagner yeah. to the Jews as they were going to get gassed, Right. What? What really? He'd pipe it through the sound system. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, he loved Wagner. I know he loved Wagner. Yeah, yeah he would play it to the, to yeah, the okay. Jews as okay. they marched to their death. Right. Do you think he asked permission? But, well, he you got know, like, PRS. You, you know, like you know, if you want to use like Eagle Eye Cherry or like uh, I don't know Britney Spears in yeah. the movie, you have to like right. ask permission. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's a scene in the movie where she's cooking macaroni cheese, right? And, and then he walks in the door and they kiss, and then the, there's a notebook. Okay. Right. Yeah. Can Can we use your song, Kiss Me? Right, and then you go, yeah, of course you can. We want the money. Mm-hmm. Do you think Hitler had to ask Wagner the estate? Wagner's not alive. No, was Wagner dead at that point? No, Wagner was alive. Was at he that alive? Point. Yeah. When did Wagner die? Him and Hi- Hitler were mates, weren't they? You're kidding me. I thought Wagner was like a different generation, like way back. We sound so dumb right now. <laughs> Oh, he died way before Hitler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just assumed they were bros. No, I just no, ass- yeah, all right. I okay. just assumed that they were like sat in, in a, like, yeah, yeah. a club drinking brandy complaining. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh these Jews. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. there are so many Jews here. And yeah, I just met, assumed yeah, that Hitler yeah. and Wagner were... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For him and Wagner, they met at the beer hall perch. And, they, and Wagner was like, hey, hey, Hitler, Hitler, mate, come over here. I like to cut your jib. I like the way you give speeches and threaten all the Jews. And they just buddied up. No, Wagner was brown bread long before Hitler... So it would have been. I assumed estate. they were mates. I thought that. I thought. I thought. You <laughs> no, know, like your version of history is truly scary. I just thought that you thought the fuck. Oh no, you were right. No way. No, you, I, you I thought, doubted myself in the face of. Your I just assumed that Hitler. Baseless confidence. I assumed that they were like in the same way that like you go watch your friend's gig. I just thought that Hitler right. was like I got to kill these Jews to something. Yeah. I might as well use my mates. Yeah, this guy getting the PRS. Well, I think Wagner, his, his, his hatred for the Jews was more of an abstract, generalised kind of thing in the area of myths, and he made the music. And I think Hitler actually... I think it's not fair to compare Brown, Chris Brown, to Wagner. I mean, artistically and in terms of what they actually did in practical well, terms. I think before we went down this road, I was kidding. I'll give you a pass. I think that... I just, I just assumed that uh, Wagner, like, nervously went up to Hitler <laughs> one day and was like, I 
I've made some music inspired by your speeches. I honestly thought that's what you it thought was. the speeches came first. Brilliant. I, I just thought <laughs> I thought that they were bros. They're bros again, like buddies. Uh, Hitler, would you listen to my demo tape? I don't think Hitler, Hitler had many friends. I've used my friend's home studio and I've made these recordings. It's called "Let's Kill It to Jules." I, th- I don't know. I don't think Hitler had many friends. Yeah, he must have had some mates. Who? Because everyone's got that. Everyone's got a friend that terrifies them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's always one person that is crazy in your group of friends, but you sort of mate with them anyway. Right. Hitler must have been one of those guys. So you mate, you know, you you go to your friend. I've got. I've met this new guy down the beer hall the other day. It's called Adolf. Do you want to join us? We're going fishing together. He's really got... We'll go fishing, fishing trip. He's got a chip on his shoulder about the Jews. Yeah, he does. I mean, but, you know, we'll go out to the cabin out in the Austrian foothills and we'll just, you know, How did Hitler pick? Like, I know this might sound naive and, like, make me sound stupid, but it's fine. Just go. I've been sounding stupid on the show. Shoot from your ignorant hip. How... Why did Hitler decide the Jews were bad? Right. It's, um... Like, at what point... Was he like he had to pick between he had to find a scapegoat and he was like oh it's those guys. Well, the Jews historically have been exiled from all all sorts of countries throughout their history, so they've been a wandering kind of tribe. That's where this wandering Jew the wandering comes from. They are the classic immigrant, so they come into a country and as soon as it goes right wing, they get blamed. You know, you see it in different ways and subtler forms in this country all the time. Sorry, welcome to the show. We haven't uh, said hello, have we? Hello, right. and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 12th of October in the year 2016. We've got a lot to talk about this week, so let's just burn through it. Right. So, in the same way that Chris Brown, right. <laughs> no one listens to his beautiful music. Okay. And so, Chris Isaac, old-fashioned love song. Yeah, yeah. In 2016, Chris Brown has released a song called Wet the Bed. <laughs> okay, great. Which is, bed. I think, a modern... Before you begin it, before you start, does someone wet a bed in the song? What, like, do you hear it happen? Do you no, hear it happen? Or is it, it, is it about a bed being wet? By piss? I'm going to let you read the lyrics and figure it out. Alright, just play play the damn song. Play, Starts like Pink Floyd. Play the it? damn misogynist song. Sound of your body drip, drip, drip. As I kiss both sexy lips. Lips. Right, he's talking about... Hear the sound of your Head. body drip, okay. drip, drip, Bex sexy lips. I ain't afraid to drown if it means I deep up in your ocean, yeah? Right. Cause he's so deep. Girl, I drink you down, sipping on your body all night. Okay. He's the tortured artist. I just want to take your legs and wrap around, girl. You're coming right now. My head to your chest, feeling that your heartbeat, girl. Swimming all in your sea. You're sweating all over me. Bring it forward. Don't you run. Great. Now we're heading towards... Just don't have an opinion. Otherwise I'll hit you in the mouth. (laughs) Don't have an opinion. Or I'll hit you in the mouth. Yeah, girl. Don't have an opinion. Or I'll hit you in the mouth. Just take off all your clothes and be an object girl. Oh, oh, oh yeah, don't be an independent woman with rights. Be an object for my satisfaction. Oh, don't say that, don't say this, don't be independent. Oh, I'll hit you in the mouth. Girl, I love your titties and I love your booty. That's Chris Brown. That's hey, how you write Chris, Chris Brown. Maybe Chris will... Let's carry on. <laughs> Let's carry on. Went a bit dark, but you know. We're making a point. 
I don't want to be a minute man, baby. Um, come on, Chris. Yeah, man. Right. You're just like a storm raining on me. Girl, you're soaking wet. Well, he's really labouring the point, isn't he? Here we go. Right. Kiss it right. I'm going to lick it all night. Girl, when I'm inside. Yeah, girl, you heard, you heard what I said. I'm going to make you wet the bed. I'm going to make you wet the bed. Right. I'm going to make you wet the bed. I'm, I'm going to put your legs around behind your head. Then I make you wet the bed. Right. right, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, sit down. Come in, Chris, sit down. Chris. Chris, Come take in. a seat. Take a seat. Take your hat off. Big fans. Take it. I like your tattoos. Big fans, Chris, but please sit hey, down. We have, we have something to say. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. No. I just want to have a conversation. I'm just growing my hair long. I'm not a woman. Right. Come on. <laughs> just sit down, Chris. Right? Chris, sit down. I just wanted to ask you, uh, what was going through your head when you wrote that song? Oh, that's interesting. I was thinking about pussy. <laughs> it's just pussy, really, isn't it? It's like, it's, he doesn't really scale intellectual heights in the song, really. He just repeats different ways in which he's going to give head to a woman. I'm going to make you wet the bed. Like, at what point? Like, you can't reappropriate the phrase wet the bed. That's something, A, toddlers do. So, mm. trying to reappropriate into something sexual is immediately sinister. Yeah. Right? It's imme- immediately darkly <laughs> ambiguous. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Secondly... Like what, piss the bed? Oh, no, yeah. no, no, I'm going to make it about sex. Like I'm going to no. make, I'm going to make you wet the bed. Right, Chris. Did anyone stop you during the songwriting process and you know sort of tell you that your lyrics were, were shit? Uh, no, because everyone could see the rage in my eyes as soon as I was criticised, even the slightest way. Well, you're uh, mar- the marketing department for your album. Let me explain something to you. I'm a despicable human being, and as a despicable human being, I use the threat of violence all the time. <laughs> but you know what? The truth is, is the dumber Chris Brown gets, right. The, you know, we're talking about it now. Wow, okay. Well, right? No publicity. Well, Good the, publicity, the dumber he what? gets, the more, surely the more people are just going to be like, oh, have you heard that Chris Brown song, Wet the Bed? I just think he's trying to, you know, I think this is a part of his um, rehabilitation in the eyes of women. If I just write a song about going <laughs> down on women for four minutes, <laughs> that's going to make everything fine. And do you know what, Chris? It's not. It's not going to make everything fine. It's not. Sorry. Wow, some of his other song titles, Like a Virgin Again. All right. Um, the Neighbours Know My Name. <laughs> That's a great song title. The Neighbours right, Know I've My Name. I've never heard this song, but I reckon we can write the song. Right. Okay, ready? Go on then. Okay. 2 a.m. in the morning. We had some drinks, now we're driving home. Home, Pull up at the house, girl. Go, girl. Open the door and the fire's on. Neighbors are complaining. Yeah, girl. Cause I just fuck you so hard. You're so hard, girl. Because I'm really good at sex and you shout oh, my yeah. name. You know. You shout my name and oh, now yeah. the neighbors know my name. They know my name cause my post gets redirected there. No, no, it's because sh- you say my name during sex. That's why the neighbours oh. know my name. But as extra insurance, several Amazon parcels have been sent to my next-door neighbour's house so they really do know my name. Will you sign for this package for me? Because I've got to go to work today. Actually, I feel uncomfortable signing for that because I know he hits women. Okay. Will you sign for this package, otherwise I'll hit you. All right, okay. <laughs> See you later, Chris. Take care, Chris. 
See, that's what the song's about. Yeah. Let's get, I think that's the song. Let's see how close we are. Right. Slower. I feel like we're quite, oh look, sounds of dropping water. <laughs> see? We got this right now. <laughs> Oh, this is Trey Songs. This isn't Chris Brown. Oh, okay. Who's Trey Songs? Is he related I, to Trey Cool from Green I Day? I don't know. It's all it's all generic, isn't it? <laughs> Trey, Trey, yeah. Anyway, sex songs. Sex songs. R and B sex songs. Anyway, Thanks, uh, what else happened this week? Um, um, Kim Jong Un has banned sarcasm. He's paranoid that people says who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, has he? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure he's done that. Uh, Chris Brown has banned sarcasm because he's worried that the people in his like whatever what do you call it consulate his team well yeah in yeah the scared group the, the, that, the, that, yes. that work under him yeah the scared group they're constantly going fuck me this is a stressful job I mean yeah I do get three square meals a day and everyone else is starving but fuck me he's worried that they are mocking him behind his back or like, in, like see, he's worried that they're mocking him to his face so he's oh, right. banned sarcasm okay you know, every country has its flaws. Every every country is messed up in some horrible way. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, I, it's very easy to judge North Korea from the outside not being in there. Mm. But that does sound quite fun. Right. Just, to just, just to be like, you know what? No more trousers. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, that's... You know what? I think I'm done with noodles. I think we're done with it. I mean, I, no... think, I think if I see you eating noodles, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut fuck, your kid's head off. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think... There's something, and let's let's you know let's be realistic. Let's forget all the fucking horrible things that come with it. But I think there's something incredibly fun about being a fascist dictator. What? Because you eh, just you know what? Because you can be whimsical. No more little toes. Yeah, just whimsical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just wake up and you're like, you know what? Yeah. Watching that film, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory last night. How about we turn all the rivers into chocolate? Yeah, let's do that. You, uh, you, that's against nature. No, 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 no. Uh, when I said how about, I said I mean do it or I'll kill yeah. your family. <laughs> well he like, did that he did that with a ski resort did you see that well Kim Jong Un yeah he was building a, a ski resort he went I want a ski resort that rivals like the European ski resorts and all the scientists it's amazing they get interviewed and they're like yeah you, you get it, the sense that it can't be done and they interviewed other scientists going yeah it's just not climatically possible because there's not enough snow it's just what? not high enough it's just they have to get the snow make it artificially put it on the mountain and so like but everyone's like going along with it going of course we can do that Kim sure Oh fuck! How am I going to escape? <laughs> how am I going to flee? Wow, really? Yeah, they're building this massive. It's just for the super rich, basically for like ten people in North Korea, the ten rich people. But yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like I think, you know what? I want a ski resort. I want, you know, I want good photographs of it. And all the chief chief engineers are walking around, and you can see deep into their eyes that they're going, "Yeah, this is not going to." Didn't they just happen. set off a nuclear bomb like underground so no one would notice? Oh yeah, they did that. Yeah, well, but people did because. Because if you set off a nuclear bomb, a but I kind of earth- feel like if you set one off anywhere, people might yeah, know. Because there was a massive earthquake, not on a fault line. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, the, there's, a, there's a clue in that. Yeah. It's like, well, I wonder what that phenomenon was. I mean, you know, his dad. I mean, this is a very famous story, and um, his dad kidnapped a, uh, a famous movie director and forced him to make a movie. Yeah, you know that story. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Kim Jong Il, which is another thing as well. Wouldn't was Kim Jong Il when he was ill? Did they go Kim Jong Il's ill? No, I think just Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Dead. <laughs> Kim Kim Jong Buried. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Du. And then, and then his predecessor, <laughs> Kim, Kim Jong Twa. Yeah. Good old Kim. Um, okay, that happens. Yeah. Um, what else happens? It's uh, um, what, uh, sober. Stop Tober. 
Yeah, there's um, it's okay. October. Start, I want to send drinking. out. I want to send out a public service announcement, right? What's that? I'm not going to give you money to stop drinking. Yeah. For the month of October. You uh, need. You need. To be fair, you do need money to give. But go on. That's true. But I'm not going to give you a fucking dime. People on Facebook, <laughs> you think that you can get pissed ten months of the year, and then because you've quit for a month, that mm-hmm. I need to keep giving you money. Yeah. Like, what if I buy you a drink when we're out? Now, this is my time off as well, because I don't need to keep buying you drinks now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. This is insane. This is insanity. Mm-hmm. Stop making it about you. Just give some fucking money to charity. Yeah. Just give some fucking money to charity. Well, part of the advertising is be a sober hero. That's the phrase you use. It's not a sober hero. Yeah, nothing... Just be sober. But what's heroic about not ordering booze? That's <laughs> what I just want to see. Our um, notions of heroism. I'll have an orange juice, please. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Keanu Reeves in Speed is a hero, right? John McClane is a, was hero. a fucking hero. He didn't go, no, I'm not, you know, he didn't start the kick off the Die Hard with just going, no, I don't, do you know what? I'm just not going to have I'm just going to have a Coke, please. I'm, not, I'm just going to have a Coke. And I was like, fuck, end the film. And <laughs> <laughs> the fucking film. That out. guy who landed a plane on the Hudson River. Yeah. Was, I mean, he's milking it a bit, but he was a hero. Oh, he did, yeah. He's he milking it a bit. He's, he's clever, though. <laughs> he's like going, no, no. It's one of those guys. Like, like, as long as he keeps yeah, saying yeah. he's not a he's hero. Humble. He keeps saying, yeah, he's going to be a hero. One day, someone's going to film that Sully guy drunk in a diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I fucking I'm am? I'm fucking Sully. Tom Hedge played me in a movie. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it's over. Then it's over. But as long as he keeps standing there going, well, stoically, you know, when you're in a situation like that, you just try and do what you can in the moment to make sure that you can do your best to make sure everybody on that plane walk off home, call their mama. (laughs) Do you think other pilots? I ain't no no hero. Nurses, they heroes every day they in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a man with a plane who trained for years for a situation like this. He's getting blown simultaneously while being handed money. And he's like, Is that really all it takes to crash a plane? What do you mean? Some birds flying into an engine. Yeah, bird strike, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Pussy getting simultaneously no, no, but, blown. You no, said no, blow, blow. You know, and then no, cocaine and then no, like, imagine imagine uh, what the other do you think the other pilots like resent it? <laughs> when he go when he go <laughs> Who are the other two guys? Yeah, yeah, when he go yeah, what are the other two guys? <laughs> no one talks about them. Yeah. And then he, imagine what like what he goes about the stewardesses. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it was all him. Um well, you know, he goes to the lounge where all the pilots hang out. Goes quiet when he walks I in. Never you, about that? I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Like, oh, he's no, he quit. He doesn't fly anymore. Oh, right, really. But I bet he gets That celebrated. was his last flight. He probably gets free flights then. Mate, once you sold out Nebworth, 
you know, you can't go back to smaller <laughs> venues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't. That's why yeah. Oasis split up. Right, okay. Always quit at the top of your game. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because it, what happens if it ha- something happens again and then he doesn't, so then he's just average Joe again. What about other pilots who've actually taken, you know, they've done similarly heroic things, but they just don't get the press? Yeah, that Near pilot. Misses. Who's the pilot who landed the plane with no wheels? Right, yeah, that guy. On a fucking runway. Fuck that guy. It wasn't on the Hudson. Yeah. There you go. You know what? New York Fuck was him. having a bad press week and they needed something. Yeah, there you go. You Sully. Know. I'm not saying that it's not amazing that he did that, but just stop milking it. Yeah, Sully. <laughs> prick. So I'm not giving you money to quit drinking. No. Don't be a sober hero. Yeah. What does that mean? Be a drunk legend instead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what else? There's this storm in Florida. Yeah. Um, so I'm on tour the Kenneth's on tour so I've come home for a day so we can record this yeah yeah so we're recording this a little bit early yeah yeah uh, it's a Hurricane Stephen or something Hurricane no that's the guy who hit the UKIP guy Stephen Wolf. he got in a fight in the European Parliament um, you missed that as well what happened Stephen Wolf. there's this guy I've been in a I've been in a hole right. of being in a van so it's a European Parliament two UKIP politicians one called Stephen Wolf and one called Mike Hookham got in a fight basically they're in the chamber and they were like it was all getting a bit tense in the EU yeah yeah in the but European why are they Parliament. in there if we're not in the EU anymore I think they have delegate the delegation. They have a caravan outside they now. have a delegation yeah but they're in the European Parliament building and they're, they're but why we're not in meeting. the EU no we're, we're still in the EU for now we, but we, UKIP were the ones that campaign we should be we should make them have a tent outside yeah it was and true. they don't get to come in and drink the free tea and coffee it's true. that's why they're all so pissed off in, in, in the European Parliament is because they're like you campaign for it to leave like they walk you, into the European Parliament and no one fucking likes them it's like really, you can still like, being you. in that building is sort of like you know when you're when you tell your housemate he's got to move out but he can sleep on the sofa till he finds a place to live yeah yeah, yeah. and then he just stays yeah yeah you're like three weeks into it you're like mate when I said you could stay till he found I didn't mean you could live on the sofa yeah, yeah. you have to get the fuck out of my house yeah yeah Anyway, so someone punched someone. Um, yeah, Stephen Wolf, this guy, who's going to become the leader of UKIP until now. Um, he basically got in a, he just left the room with this other guy called Mike Hookham. He got really tense. They took off the jackets, went, right, come on then. Hookham, ironically, gave him a hook and knocked him, <laughs> knocked him down. And on the way down, he hit, his head hit like a metal rail. Anyway, they dusted themselves off, came back into the parliament building, and when they left again, he collapsed. He had two seizures, this guy, Stephen Wolf. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was fucking... It's just, it's the only thing that UKIP could do. But the head of UKIP quit after 18 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I don't know why. Well, hang on a minute. So there's no leader, there's no UKIP leader now? No, Farage is still the leader. I thought he quit. He did, but he, until he's replaced back officially. Back by popular demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they brought him back because this uh, uh, woman leader, I forget her name, who took over, she was like, ah. Oh. Basically, she quit because she realised she was getting all this abuse. So she was at a railway station. People come up to her and go, oh, you're the leader of UKIP. Fuck you. <laughs> you know no what I mean? Way. Anyway, she, didn't, she wasn't prepared for the fact that people were going to fucking hate her in public. So she was like, yeah, I'm, I haven't got the ring piece for this shit. And she quit. <laughs> so that was it. And then so Farage comes back, gives interviews, goes, I'm back in interim capacity. And then Stephen Wolf comes on the blower. And he's like, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to taking over. I'm, think, I'm the front runner. Then Stephen Wolf gets in a fight in the European Parliament, gets knocked out. Do you think Farage seasons. told the other guy to punch him? Oh yeah, oh, it's wheels within wheels. Great. You don't think that? You don't think that might happen? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't put it past any of them. No, I just think they're fucking brutes. I like Farage. I like how much he loves being famous. I just think that's amazing. Yeah, he just craves what? fame. What that he, he has a narcissistic well, like when he went, and, he went and gave that talk with Trump, didn't right. he? A couple of about two months <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he stood up there, and it, what it looked like to me, it was like. 
Oh, yeah, cool. You know, like when you start a new school when you're a kid. Right, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to pretend I'm like really cool and edgy and like dark and mysterious and no one will know because it's a whole new beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like he stood up there with that like mentality of just like, I can just lie about everything now and no one's going to know. Yeah. And it was just broadcast to the whole world and he just talked utter bollocks. Yeah. We had a dream in England. We all wanted it and it was just no, like, we mm, no, we didn't, mate. It was pretty much half and half. It's really just, you know, really, really close. And a lot of it was a protest vote as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, my, well, I was going to, yeah, there are people in my family who voted out. Yeah. And people, people in my family voted in. We're not politically biased on this show. <laughs> no, um, no. But even my family members who voted out when we worked, vote, when we went out, they called me and were like, oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking someone and you're regretting it afterwards. So the, the morning afterwards, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. The grey light streaming in through the window and you just, you look at, you look at, Brexit looks really fit, like a, <laughs> like a 12 at night. And then in the morning, Brexit is a, is a six at best. <laughs> All right, let's do the letters. All right. We're going to take a short break for maybe some adverts. We did have one. We did, did we? Yeah, we did. And for you, who? You timed it fucking wrong as well. Did I? You went, okay, ad-, and then it just came in. <laughs> oh, great. Who, what, what was it for? Uh, it was for Robbie Coltrane's new drama. Oh, yeah, where else. he's uh, publicly, uh, he's like, um, Robbie Coltrane is in national, mm-hmm. he's in that show National Treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- that was for that, and I think it was Ancestry.com as well. I think, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but if why is Robert Coltrane, Robbie Coltrane... Isn't it Nick Nicholas Cage who's in National Treasure? Yeah, they're remaking it though for the UK it, market. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And what he's on a treasure hunt? Yeah, he's on treasure hunt. Is that what it's about? Yeah, they I'm have... being serious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's good. It's not. It's about someone who's accused of horrific things. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay. So let's do the letters. Every week you can write to the show, EBP excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problems that you might be having, a work related problem like. You go around the office to get sponsorship for swimming the Thames down the serpentine. You get lots of signatures, lots of money, and then you train like mad. And then the day comes and you fake a cold. And you don't swim on serpentine because you think it's full of sewage and it probably is. And you go back into the office and you just collect the money anyway. And you fake the pictures like you swam it. Someone finds you out. You're doing a little sleuth work. Little, little sleuth work. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Little Sherlock Holmes in your face. He's called Mike. He comes up to you. You're running dry. I'm running dry, he says. But I'm on to you. Listen, Mike. Fuck off. Mike tells everybody and you're not very popular. You have to give the money back. And there's less money for cancer. Less money for cancer. Less money for cancer. It's not money for, for cancer. cancer. Well, he's collecting for cancer, not, isn't he? No, you can't cancer research. You well, know, yeah. I, I'm raising money for cancer. Well, yeah. <laughs> what, if you, what do you mean? Well, yeah. I, I mean, everyone's really against right. it, but I think it helps natural selection. That's, that's so, why, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm raising money for cancer. This I'm swimming the Thames for cancer. For cancer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fingers crossed, gallbladder. That's where you went wrong. Okay, good. <laughs> or maybe you're having a relationship problem, like... 
Susan wants to move it up to the next stage. You start a good dinner and do all the things, all the romantic things, but now she wants to move in with you. You don't want to move in with her. You have to create an excuse, so you go on a mountain hike and break your leg. Although you haven't broken your leg, you put it in a cast because you're committed to the premise. She goes, oh god, you need looking after. You go, no, I don't want looking after. I need to do this on my own. And every time she wants to get away, you make the leg an excuse. You put a leg between you and it's going to last, but you don't know what you're doing because the cast has come off one day and she says it's a lame excuse you need looking after so uh, she camps outside your house in the tent camps outside your house in the tent she's, you call the police she's got one of those little things that you can make food with and you pour some gasoline in it and you light it up and you can heat up some beans you can smell the beans wafting through your letterbox you can tell it's a Heinz big breakfast can you can smell the frankfurters a little bit of mushroom and you start thinking ooh baby 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 maybe I made a mistake cause I kinda really want some baked beans so you go out to the tent you open up the tent and she's in there you say hey can we share some baked beans she says only if I can move in you say but I really want some baked beans she said well can I fucking move in you said no but I really want some baked beans if you give me some baked beans I think about you moving in and she says well how about if I give you some baked beans you let me move in you say no I really don't think it's a good idea I really don't think our relationship's there yet and then she says how about I give you some baked beans you can just let me come in and have a shower because I've been camping in your back garden for three weeks I'm starting to smell a bit you say okay that's fair enough but I'm not going to give you one of the good towels because they're there for guests and she says okay so she goes in the house something like that yeah right in or a sex problem like you find birds really attractive and you jerk off over penguins <laughs> there we go the chocolate bar or the um no no the um the the, the, the fat the, the fat waddling um farcical examples of the natural world first letter dear ebp my girlfriend wears fur she has a fur coat I never really thought about it, but when we go out, people shout at her and give her abuse. <laughs> people give her shit wherever we go. Should I care more about fur? <laughs> right. Is it Fashion Week? Is that why we're getting letters about that? I don't know. What do you What do you think? What do I think about fur? What do you think about fur? Because well, you can get like artificial fur, can't you? Well, yeah, but that's not fur. I think you can. Have I think fur. if it's like old fur and it was made in like an olden time then I don't think it's going to change anything if you wear it. It's not like you're going to right. make the animal undead. Right, okay. I think if you're wearing, like, I think, like, I think all the animals that are killed just so you can wear a coat is really bad. But then you're wearing leather. You fucking, why is leather okay? Yeah. Why are we, how, how can you shoot a cow in the head and then eat, eat some fucking steak? Well, the justification is like, I just think all or nothing. You can eat it. I think all or nothing. Or what do you mean all Let's or nothing? Let's just stop eating animals. Okay. Like, I, like we, we're killing why is it okay to kill a chicken and a lamb and a cow but a fox is really bad right I don't know which the man am I, is there any am I making any sense oh yeah you're making sense there's all kind of yeah I mean you're coming across like a Daily Mail reader yeah, but no, you're, no, making, you're making no, sense no 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 it's like um, I think the way people justify eating meat to themselves is because you're eating it and I think if like with fur it seems just like, yeah but you're wearing like, a, like, um, we're, we're all, all of our shoes like all ivory, of our jackets like everyone is wearing fucking animal in some way right. and even if you're not wearing animal your clothes were stitched together by an Indonesian four year old right. whose foot got stuck in the fucking sewing machine and now they're going to walk and they're only going to never going to be able to turn right. right but you don't fucking think about that it doesn't cross your mind but a little fox why oh my god why am I going to go at me I'm not going to go at you I'm just saying like you know 
bleeding heart liberals everywhere. You're just having a pop. <laughs> I'm not having a, a yeah, pop. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Having a bit of a pop. Let's just sort everything out. <laughs> you're, you're having a pop at the uh, spit smoking, just dick burning. No, I'm uh, not saying I'm pro fur. I'm not saying I give. It, I'm not saying that I think fur is a good thing. But I'm just. I don't understand the ambiguities and like all the hypocrisy of it a little bit. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a hornet's nest. It's like fox hunting. I'm not obviously not pro fox hunting, but I think they look really cool. Right. Like, what's not cool about a bunch of fucking posh twats on horses wearing red coats? It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's pa- really funny. The pageantry is yeah. It's fucking funny. Like millionaires. I just love the logic. What mm-hmm. you want to do on the weekend? Get on our horses, wear red coats, chase a fox. Chase a fox with hands. I mean, it sounds hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Poor Fox, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you have to appreciate comedy where there's comedy. And I think <laughs> that they're funny-looking men. Um, yeah, for... I, yeah, I, you know, maybe don't wear it. <laughs> but, like, I think, you know... But like John McClane says, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Right. Is that's it? something that sounds clever, but really isn't. Well, if John McClane said it... If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Is that what Kim Jong-il says? <laughs> um, what do you think about fur? Well, I, you know, I, I don't... I'm pretty on the fence about it. I mean, like, I think that you should just... If, you, if you're going to kill an animal, you should... Uh, eat it afterwards. Maybe eat it. I think an animal should... If an animal is being kept to eat, uh, you should keep it in good conditions and things like that. Yeah, and I think that if you're, um, if you're keeping like a bunch of... Give it a pleasurable life right up to the moment you take it. Do you know what I, mean? <laughs> I think that's a kind of strange logic. Hey, come here, come here, we've got candy for us. Yeah. yeah, people who kind of have kind of some kind of ethical defence of like free this. range. Will Smith's in the coop. <laughs> yeah, Will yeah. Smith is in the yeah, coop. Yeah. Fresh Prince, go say hi. If you explain to a chicken, right, if a chicken could understand the ethical kind of mass, the massaging of our own kind of conscience... With regards to like free range, it's like yeah, I'll eat, I'll eat an animal as long as it's treated really well, right up to the moment you explain to it that you're going to take its life and eat it all. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, well let me ask you a question. Right, when, when do you think the peak of life is as a as a human being? Do you think you've peaked, or do you think you're yet to peak? Well, physically, I've peaked. No, obviously. no, no. I mean, like you know, uh, as a, as a person, when do you think you'll be at your? Do you think you've had your best, or do you think you're still to get there? Um, well, yeah, um, I don't know. I think you get, well, what do you mean? Don't Just hurry give me, me a up. number. Um, I think 40. Okay, 40. Right. So let's say when you're 15, 16 years old, you can make a slightly rational choice. I say to you, you can either have a normal life, mm-hmm. live till you're 80, but you don't know what's going to happen. Or I can treat you like a king until you're 40, then I'm going to eat you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which one would you pick? Because you'd think about it. Right. You'd think about it, I think. And you probably start regretting it around 30 when you're like, oh my God, this is going quite quickly. Yeah. But I think if you ask an 18-year-old, 16-year-old, you're like, okay, you can live like a millionaire. And then when you're 40, I'm going to take you into a room, put this weird gun up against your head, shoot you, and then we're all going to eat you. Right. You'll have a really good life up till then. You're describing Faust, the plot of Faust. Is it? Dr. Faustus, yeah. Uh, the, what, the soft drink? Yeah, it's the soft drink. You're, you're describing a soft drink, you fucking idiot. Um, Faustian pact. He, he makes a pact with the devil. For, was it... 20 years of all lasciviousness something like that of complete pleasure and everything blowjobs orgies everything like booze whatever but right at the end he's taken down to hell that's what blues the blues guitarist Robert Johnson did he had made a pact with the devil he was right. like if I can play a great blues guitar you can kill me when I'm 28 yeah. but I want to be a great blues guitarist it's apparently that he went to the crossroads and he made a deal with the devil that's why he's one of the people who invented the blues there we you go know? did he die at 28 he did 
shot or poisoned. I mean, obviously, Obvs. if you're keeping a fucking bunch of mink in a cage so you can take them out and skin them, that's horrific. Mm-hmm. Like, to cause some something that much pain. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the way we treat KFC chickens is really much better. No, it's not great. You know? Mm-hmm. So let's just sort it all out. Yeah. You know, ban it all. I think animal if we rights... Just ban, if I was a fascist dictator, yeah, yeah. tomorrow I'd just ban, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? No more meat. I think, yeah. Eh. I think animal rights... I like them. I like little cute piggies. I think animal rights reform... Animal rights reform is going to be like the big issue because of carbon and because of our footprint ecologically. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of environmentalists are saying we can't keep eating so much fucking meat. So yeah, it's going to become a thing. So yeah, just explore vegetables. There we go. And don't wear fur. Dear EVP, my best friend keeps posting motivational quotes and gym pics as she gets in shape. Her and her boyfriend work out together and write about it on all their social media. And it's driving me dollarly. Dollarly? Oh, doolally. Right. Should I stop? Should I stop being their friend like now? Should I stop <laughs> being their friend like now? Um, well, you should take them aside and go, Are you finished working out? Come here, come here. I'll get you a smoothie. Yeah, let's sit down. Just sit down. Um, stop. Just stop. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Stop on this prolonged multi-platform advertisement for how you're kicking ass at life when you truly aren't alright stop it and then just walk away just pour the rest of the smoothie over her so she's shocked and will remember and then just fucking walk away you know your bingo wings flapping in the, indignantly in the, in the wind yeah there's nothing worse than couples who work out together or well, actually there is couples who share that they work out together yeah yeah mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, guys. <laughs> Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I'm on your side. All right, there. I always oh, just saying. Completely just, back that it. was a short answer. Fuck those guys. Dear EBP, my roommate recently moved abroad and has rented out her room to her brother while she's working in Venezuela. I found myself nursing a massive crush on him. He is a babe. We, there's a lot of capitals in this. He is. I found myself nursing a massive crush right. on him. He is a babe. Right. We are really getting along. Wow. It's, it's like she's phrased it like Christopher Walken. Yeah. We, we are read really that getting along. Read that out. It's Christopher What's Walken. It? What is this? I found myself. I have found myself nursing a massive crush on him. <laughs> he is a babe. We are really getting along. And have spent a few nights this week just staying up and talking and drinking wine. Can I make a move? Is best friend's brother off limits? No. Yeah, you're talking to two men here. So to, to, you pick the wrong people to ask. Mm-hmm. I just think send her a text. Hey, thinking of sucking your brother's D. Yeah. Bothered? I like it. Yeah, bothered. <laughs> capitalize and capitalize the bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your I'm, brother, you didn't tell me your brother was so fit. I'm going to fuck him. Yeah. Dot, 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 emoticon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you it's, have to ask. I, I think if you ask, I don't know. I think if you ask, it's okay. Because your roommate might write back. Mm-hmm. and say oh my god you, I always thought you guys would be a perfect couple mm-hmm. or he'd be lucky to have someone like you mm-hmm. you know there's always that possibility they'll probably say fuck you if you touch him I'll kill you yeah um, but I think uh, I think if you ask permission it's fine yeah I say do it then ask permission <laughs> why well because then you've had your jollies anyway that's true and then you can just lie about it yeah, just lie. he'll lie Your brother, her brother yeah, yeah. will lie about it as well yeah you know yeah, or just do it anyway. Just live your life. Just who cares? He's You're two consenting yeah. adults. Two consenting adults. In a house together, and you've both got genitals. Yeah. I, I say do it. Yeah. Get on it. Ride the D train all mm. the way to O-Town. Yeah. Baby. Mm. Scream when you get off. Scale Mount D. 
<laughs> go to the go to the glorious summit the D summit the D summit go, mm. go to the D summit and check out the view yeah exactly I'm sure you won't be disappointed yeah get on the plane well, turn left be. go to first class row D row D <laughs> row D yeah yeah row D seat one on row D yeah go to the five star restaurant we have a reservation for you under the name D yeah big fat riding D um are we done is that it for another week um yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, well, that's done. it. Thank you for joining us, guys. This was the Excitable Boy Podcast. Please join us next week for more nothing. And thanks for coming back, Josh, from your tour to record. Thanks. We've got late. a few more shows left. You, tra- you went the extra yard. I did go the extra yard for you, but you came here. No, not for me, for the, the our listeners. Oh, right. Well, I would do anything for our listeners, Yeah. apart from talk to them. Um, yeah, tour's been going good. I'm exhausted. Mm. I don't know if you can tell. I'm like running mm-hmm. on fumes. I was when I went to bed at 10 a.m. this morning. I'd been awake for 27 hours. Yeah, I'm fucking tired. Um, but it's uh, you know it's been a good week. I could see it was a good week. I actually uh, saw you in um, Kerrang. Yeah, but you only saw it because I told you. We were yeah, you did. A little publication. You didn't, you didn't pick up a copy of Kerrang magazine. No, no, no. You, you, you. So, but it's pretty cool because when I was growing up, I was reading a lot of Kerrang. All the bands. You read Kerrang. I read Kerrang in my youth. Yeah, that was my pretty... Um, like Nirvana, Wing, Kerrang, Bush, Silverchair, Skunk and Nancy, like all those bands. Cranberries. Cranberries, why not? Um, yeah, it was a pretty special day when that... Because the article, we got, they gave us like a really good write-up. Mm. But it was cool because we were playing a, a show in Norwich, mm. which is the town that I kind of grew up in. Mm-hmm. And I was driving there. We were in the van driving to Norwich and we stopped at a service station, which was the service station I'd stop at when I was at college. Yeah. So I'd stop at the service station, get a burger or whatever. And I went in Smith's and I got to buy a Kerrang! magazine on the way to a hometown show yeah. in the service station that I would go to when I was at college. That's sweet. And pick up a copy of Kerrang! that we were in. It was pretty fucking special. There you go. Congratulations. Hum- hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag humbled. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, we've got some shows left yeah. this week. Uh, we're in... Uh, so tonight we're in York, and we've got Birmingham, Swansea, and Southampton left. Yeah. And then we're doing Yellow Card all of December. There we go. Uh, so yeah, anyway, join us next week for more Nothing. Yeah. You guys are really nice. Take, <laughs> Take care. care. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.